beautiful. It's gonna be an all time of the night. What we driving? Welcome back to the Fast Five Minute Podcast, a show where each week two good friends come together and we talk about five minutes of this dumb movie franchise. We are watching Too Fast, Too Furious. We are on episode five. We are watching minute twenty to twenty-five. My name is Stone, and with me, as Always is my co-host Gardeth. Uh, good to speak to you, Star Wars epi- episode two, Attack the Stones. How have you been? <laughs> yeah, you remembered. I was I was editing one, and you're like, oh, "This is a running bit. I'm gonna keep doing." And then you definitely stopped. So I'm glad to hear that you're back in the groove. I am. Hell yeah. Um, that's the third one I've done, and I am pretty proud of all three. Have you done three? I thought you only did one. I've done Napoleon Stone Apart. I do. Re- I do recall that one. General Stonewall Jackson and Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Stones. Great, awesome. Love to hear them. Love to hear them all. Uh, they're all great, and I, I'm excited to hear more of them. Uh, behind the scenes, audience, the reason I started doing this is because in real life, for several years, I've been calling Stone General Stonewall Jackson, or As at one least does. Stonewall. As one does. Yeah. Um, it's not the worst thing I've ever been called because of my name. <laughs> uh, there's a little bit of creativity in there. Thank you. Guard, how are you today? Uh, I'm great. I've been celebrating Indigenous Peoples Day. Shout out. Uh, shout out. Uh, and it's it's been a great day. I have um, done a lot of relaxing, if I'm being honest with you. Hey, that's what the indigenous people would have wanted, right? I, I, I won't speak for them, but oh, <laughs> uh, it's been nice for me. Well, I can't. I, I don't think they'd be uh, mad to hear that you spent uh, the day relaxing. I can't imagine they'd be upset about it. No, um, Stone. That is a good segue for our sponsor this week. If you'd like to, hear oh, it. great. Let's let's just get right into it. Yeah, man. This week's episode brought to you by Federal Holidays. <laughs> Tired of working 11 or sometimes 12 random days of the year, depending on if you observe inaugural day is counting or not? Want to honor Washington's birthday by lounging around in your pajamas and probably napping a little? Consider observing federal holidays. Yeah, shout out, man. I, I love I love a good federal holiday where it's like, all right, see you Tuesday. And I go, why? <laughs> why would I see you? Why wouldn't I see you Monday? Because like, of that holiday that... You know, Arbor Day. I'm like, oh, yeah, Arbor Day. Arbor Day is not a national holiday. Oh, well. Those are only the important well ones. They're, oh. people, they're famous people's birthdays and Christmas and Thanksgiving. Oh, Veteran Memorial Day. You know, the big you ones. You know, all the, impor- all the big ones. The big boys. Leif Erikson Day. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, guard. Um, mm-hmm. Love to hear that sponsor. Like that's a big one. That's a really big one. That's a. It's crazy have, we got it. Yeah. Yeah, they have national reach. Yeah, um, the federal government uh, <laughs> bows down to them, and they are sponsoring our podcast. That's crazy. Um. Well, guard. I do have some off the top stuff. Do you have anything else? I have one more thing. Would you like me to go after or before you? Um. Before. Okay. I was talking to my lovely, beautiful, talented girlfriend the other day. Don't brag about it. Uh, shout out, Courtney. 
and she has a she has an opinion. She was listening to our previous podcast, and we were confused why Suki was so everything she did was so sexual. Yes. Uh, she has a feminist perspective that, upon reflecting, I have to agree with, and I think you will as well. <laughs> okay. She, her theory is the reason Suki is so sexualized is because the director and writer of this movie couldn't fathom anything else she could possibly say or do besides be sexy. No, that's a fair point. She she um she is girl in boy things. So like what are we going to do with her? I don't know. Get her all horned up and put her in some little shorts. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is why she acts the way she does. I think Courtney's on the money on that one. Yeah, yeah, which kind of just goes back to uh, not a well-thought-out or written movie in right. any regard, and that's just one of the regards, or one uh, example of that. But, um, yes, but good to have a you female perspective on the issue. <laughs> good, good to have it. Mm-hmm. Um, guard. Yes, Stone. There's an F1 race this week. Excellent. I've been waiting to hear about it. And I also have in my notes something, something, guards F1 <laughs> bit from last week. <laughs> Because nope. you never really explained what it no, was. No, but... no, Stone, no, no bit. I'm just uh, go ahead and uh, do what you want. I, I've decided to respect <laughs> your F1 talk, and I won't do anything to disrupt that. There's no way that's true. Um, <laughs> but, Guard, here's my F1, two, three. I'll go through it quick because we got a lot to cover. Perfect. Um, one, it was in... <laughs> yeah, Stone, go ahead. <laughs> What's going uh, on? Guard, I can't help but notice that you're loudly crunching chips. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sorry, Stone. I didn't <laughs> think you'd be able to pick that up. Guard, as we have already talked about, your microphone picks up much more than you know. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, man. That was definitely not <laughs> planned whatsoever. I apologize. Please. You just wanted a quick snack. You just yeah, needed, you needed, I needed your popcorn some, because some I'm so fuel. entertaining with yes. my F1 bit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Please continue. Guard, guard, this one has a lot of interaction with you. I've, I'm playing a lot of guessing games with you because I love playing guessing games. Is that, is that okay? Oh, yes. I okay, also so love that. thing one. Mm-hmm. This race was in Istanbul, Turkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, a city that I've heard of, but like know nothing about because I'm a dumb American. Oh, I I um, want to just side note. That's side like note. number one on my I want to go to up next country. Oh, great, great. The Grand um, Bazaar I was, is there. I, I did. I I knew that because of you. I knew that because Excellent. of you, guard. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. I was astounded to find out it was the 13th most populous city in the world. Number did, 13. Did not know that. New York City is the most populous in the United States. What mm-hmm. rank is New York City guard? Istanbul, Turkey is number 13. New York is 31st in the world. You were closer than my guess. It is 44th. Wow. Isn't that that seems surprisingly far down the list for the third biggest country's biggest city. I don't it, know. That, that does fact seem really blew my small. Mind. My logic was China has about 10 of the top 10. Not not as many as you'd think. Okay. Give um, me the... Do you have like a top five highlight I could... I absolutely do not. I know number one's Tokyo. I know mm. um, that big one in India is number two. I'm pretty sure. That I'm, big one in India. <laughs> right. Shout out. Shout out to geography. That big one in India, of course, being Delhi. 
Delhi. That's the one. But I just thought, I thought, I looked up some facts about Istanbul and it wow. being 13th and New York being 44th. New York with a population of 8.2 million mm-hmm. and Istanbul with a population of 15.4 wow. million. I just thought that was a fun geography fact. <laughs> Nothing really about racing. Number two. Um, we had uh, another for, wet just race. Just really quick, Stone, for yeah. listeners. Mm-hmm. I looked it up because I was curious. Really good uh, trivia for a Stone123, by the way. Yeah, totally about Formula One and not about <laughs> geography. Um, I the, so the top five. If anyone's curious, Tokyo, Delhi, Shanghai, San Paulo, and Mexico City. Sao Paulo, I'm sorry, and Mexico City. Yeah. So uh, I thought, oh, it's in Istanbul. Like that place, it can't be that big of a city. Like I know Turkey's not enormous. No, nope, huge. Istanbul's pretty fucking big. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. That's that's great. Uh, thing number two. Um, mm-hmm. We had another wet race this weekend, guard, which Uh-oh. always adds to the drama. You know, you know, everyone knows wet race adds to the drama. But because of that, they started the race on intermediate tires. So there's full wet tires, they're intermediate wet tires, and then there's a soft, medium, and hard dry tire. You following? I'm with you, yeah. In normal F1 rules, um, you have to run two different types of tires, basically just a way to make sure everyone does a pit stop. And as, it's as just part like, of the race, you you must use two different kinds of tires. You must two two of the compounds when you're running soft, medium, hard, and it just like changes up the strategy. Maybe you run long in the beginning, short. Like it just it ups the strategy, and okay. it I'm it, a strategy, it makes man. it sure. It makes it so you have to throw in at least one pit stop. Okay. But there's a caveat to that rule that if you start on a wet or a intermediate wet tire, you don't have to follow that rule because if you're racing on wets, they don't want you to change away from wets if you still need to use wets. Like, right? They don't want to force you onto a tire that's not good for the condition. Fair enough. Because of that, there's a loophole where you don't have to change your tires at all if you don't want to, if you start on wets or intermediates. And um, Esteban Ocon, he didn't. And he is the first driver in 24 years in Formula One to run an entire race on a single set of tires. Well, I don't. I'm confused why no one else did that. Isn't it? Well, because so, so a big. Why you why you change tires is tire degradation. Like they have a lifespan, so like uh, they they're only set to run so many laps. So mm-hmm. um, there's like a sweet spot where they're good, and then they start falling off because they've l- lost enough tread, and that's when you come get new tires. Oh, I see. So did Esteban win the race? He did not. He got tenth. <laughs> oh, okay. He so. he was never gonna win the race, but he pushed his tires to the end and ended up in the top ten, which is a pretty decent finish for him. He's not like one of the top contenders. But his tires looked. He, his tires looked destroyed at the end of the race. Like I, it was. He must have been shitting his pants the last. Yeah, like, five sounds like laps. a fun death-defying thing to do. Yeah, yeah, it was, and uh, first time in twenty-four years, which I thought was a fun fact. Yeah, excellent. Uh, thing number three. Mm-hmm. Valtteri Bottas won. Great drive by him. It was his tenth win. Um, good for him. But yes, the you thing and I Jordan's want to... favorite racer, Valtteri Botras. Exactly. Um, but the fun fact about him is he is from Finland. And Finland produces a weird amount of F1 drivers. <laughs> so I, Finland. I, I thought one from Finland was a weird amount. Dude, you want to know? There are two people on a 20-person grid right now from Finland. <laughs> hmm. 
Finland with a population population of 5.5 million, about the same as Minnesota, um, about the same size as Norway and uh, equal like area geographically. And Norway's never had an F1 driver, and Finland has two on the grid right now. Well, they I have, have heard Norway's notoriously bad at driving quickly. Bad at driving, so. as, as many people know. Yes, of um, course. And out of the 33 different individuals who have won world championships in F1, three of them have been from Finland. A 10% rate-ish <laughs> of all of world champions are Finnish. Isn't that bizarre? That is uh, rather strange. So a... Uh, a uh, theory is they have a very in uh, like intense program to get your license in Finland. Like there's a lot of classes and a lot of work goes into getting your driver's license, including like learning how to drive on ice basically because you live in fucking Finland and you need to. Sure. So some people think because of that it like produces more race car drivers, which kind of makes sense, but I have a different theory guard. Oh god. What's that? You want to hear my theory? Yeah, I would love to. Finland is the happiest country on the wor- in the world. Uh, consistently the happiest country in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Helsinki, which is its capital, is consistently the happiest city in the world. And my theory is, is if you're just that happy, you just follow your dreams more. So you get more race car drivers. <laughs> wow. okay. You get more skydivers. You think there's a big skydiving population in Finland. Yeah, you get more extreme sport athletes because they're just so gosh darn happy that they all just follow their dreams and they produce a bunch of just cool people. And that's my theory. Um, another guessing game guard. What is the U.S. ranked out of uh, hap- on the happiness scale? Where do um, we fall? 54th. Not that bad. Um, 19th. Okay, number that, 19. 19's not bad. Not, not terrible, but uh, Finland, happiest. And they produce a lot of race car drivers. And that's my F123 guard. Um, didn't talk a ton about racing, more about geography, but whatever. <laughs> you know, I think the listeners won't mind, Stone. No, I don't think I, anyone will. I think that, yeah. I, uh, it was I, a good race, though. I think the the race intermixed with some general trivia is, is probably fine with the <laughs> listeners on F123. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Guard next week is off, but the week after that, oh, get no. excited. Shoot. We're racing in America. That means we get a 12 o'clock noon race. That means you can watch it. You say we as if I am also going to watch it. Because it's at 12 o'clock noon. You can watch it. Stone, I will undoubtedly be doing anything else with my day, but I'm excited for your F123 about it. Well. What day of the week is this race going to take place on? Sunday. They're always Sunday. So Nothing you, else is going on Sunday that so you just, need to watch on just TV. Just to be clear, you want me to watch an F1 race on Sunday at noon? Yes. Hmm. There's nothing else going on. I can't think what of a single I other thing. What could I possibly be doing Sunday at noon mountain time? I know for a fact you're out of church by then, guard. <laughs> out of church uh, and back in my house with plenty of time to see America's sport, American football. Ah, uh, lame. Uh, Stone... You also have a fantasy team, I know for a fact. <laughs> Do you think I watch football? So maybe this is the week you be a true American and watch football. Absolutely not. Whilst eating a Big Mac. Guard, I want you to know I'm currently 4-0 and in fantasy, and I haven't watched <sighs> a single second of professional football this year. 
This is what I plan fun it. of Dylan and Rob for their league. Yeah, suck All it right. the rest of the league. Anyways. Suck it, uh, Dylan and Rob. That being said, uh, listeners, you uh, have finally got a chance to hear about the Fast and Furious coming up right now. Something that they've been clamoring about for the past several minutes. Yes, I can When are assume. we going to get to Too Fast, Too Furious, our favorite movie? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. The our, my second yelling. favorite movie right next to the original. Yeah, obviously. Um, well, yeah, Guard, uh, would you like to tell the audience how this five minutes began or how it ended? Um, hmm, let me see if I can remember how it ended. I better take began. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this week it. begins with, uh, Roman getting out of a car that I, that is inexplicably named, uh, excuse me, numbered 68, which I thought was a huge missed opportunity. Huge Roman missed seems opportunity. like a 69 guy to me. He's absolutely a 69 kind of fella. And it ends with the origin of a meme of what are we driving? Is that right? Yeah. I had no that idea that right. was a meme. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, so look I've seen it to that, on the uh, internet before. Audience, I assume you've <laughs> seen it <laughs> at this point from our Twitter link then, if that's the case. I'm looking yeah, we're, I'm, we're, I'm yeah. looking into the future right now, Stone, <laughs> and assuming the audience will see it on Tuesday morning. They might be. They might. They might see it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um. Well, let's get into it here. This episode is is pretty interesting. Uh, if you analyze this movie as a hobby, and it's pretty boring. Besides <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, not a ton happens in this. It's my my favorite thing about this five minutes is they have the same conversation about three different times. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. I absolutely put that in my notes because I was so, so, yeah. so annoyed. Yeah, yeah. So we jump it back into it and it's now the end of the Demolition Derby. It's over because Roman Pierce did a big hit on another car. He gets out of his car. All the other drivers are getting out of their car. He's the only one without a helmet. So that shows how not smart he is already. And um, keep in mind, everyone, he has put a car into like where the audience is sitting he in the stands he's rolled a car completely into it yeah very reckless uh very not the brightest guy and he's gonna be doing some undercover fbi operations apparently yes Uh, he sees brian and he's not pumped about it he's not um stone that brings us to this week's segment can stone improv for five or so seconds while guard goes and turns his living room light on because the sun set faster than he thought um all right go oh shit um uh airplane food <laughs> what about that huh? okay i'm back stone how'd you oh, do fuck not great dude not great it was pretty bad huh that's yeah it was pretty bad i work i work best in a duo okay. setup. that's why that's why you're here that brings us to our next segment will stone leave this in the recording <laughs> when it comes out oh hey it's a maybe. It's now that you called it out, I feel yeah, like I had to. Yeah, that was my intention the whole time, to be honest. All right, anyway, where were we? Roman gets out of his car. He walks away. Um, Brian calls after him. He says, hey, Rome. And he says, only my homeboys call me Rome, <laughs> pig. And he says, I'm not a cop anymore, bro. And it's a lot of bros and homies back and forth. Um, and then they do a little fist fight in the parking lot because Roman knows he's not a cop, so he can, in fact, punch him in the face a couple times. 
Yeah, he does. He really sucker punches him. I'll add. Um, and I'll also add, Rome is not a cool nickname for Roman. It's one. No, it's it's syllable. barely like, shorter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I, that's why I call you Gar. <laughs> really it, good nickname for you. There. Yeah, it, it's just. I mean, kind of silly to be honest. I just thought I'd point that out. Um, also, do you know why cop? Why pig is slang for cop? Because I have no idea. Um, no, I have, I have zero clue. It's just something I, uh, take as a fact that it's a thing. Okay, great. Well, uh, viewers, write in if you know, we would love to, I would love to know. I think Stone would as well. I would um, too. And I'm probably going to look that up after the, uh, podcast. So maybe next week, tune in as well. Um, yeah, they have a bit of a fight. Um, Brian says that he fights bad, like shit still. A bad still. fight. He, yeah. Brian's not wrong, but Brian also fights like shit. Yeah, I think I think Roman fights more like shit because like he's actually trying to fight Brian, and I don't think Brian's actually trying to I don't know fight Roman too much. Uh, yeah, I think um, you're correct there. Um, he he says to him, "I'm yeah." It's a lot of just like sla- slapping each other around a little bit. At one point, Brian says, "I'm going to choke you," which. Here's a fun fact: if you're ever in a fight and you think you're gonna choke someone, don't announce it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Just just choke him. Um, and then we learn that, um, Roman has done three years in a prison, presumably, and, uh, he keeps saying, I told you, or, like, that it was your fault. You should have told me, Brian. And then Brian keeps saying, uh, it wasn't my fault, man. Stop blaming me for your problems. And that's the theme of this episode. (laughs) Yeah, so this dialogue is really interestingly written, uh, for the fact that, it's like shitty dialogue. Like, you know how movies have shitty dialogue just to kind of spit out all the exposition? Yeah, yeah. A this, good little exposition dump in right. like a non-human verbal form. Yeah, like no one would ever actually say and to get the exposition out. This movie yeah. does that. They say it in a really clunky, terrible way and don't give us all the exposition. No, no. They really want us to know... That Roman was in prison for three years. They really want us to know that he thinks Brian was at fault and that Brian doesn't think he was at fault, mm-hmm. but we never know. They what really we... don't want us to know why Roman <laughs> went to prison or what for. Yeah, because so this much just so keeps they, they repeat up. it over and over and over. Multiple times. They keep he just keeps saying it's your fault and Brian keeps saying it's not my fault. And I'm like, I get it. Yeah, it's like dude, one once was plenty, like we understood the first time. And because we're only watching five minutes, we never get resolution to that, which is just gonna annoy no. the piss out of me. Oh, it's already annoying me. Because do I remember what it was? Absolutely not. Um So I, that brings at you this to the point, question. I'm not guard. sure if Brian or Roman remember what it was for. Guard, what do you think uh, happened to put him in prison for three years involving (laughs) these two in some capacity? I think the situation must have been Roman was committing a crime. Brian knew about the crime. Okay. Brian joins up with the police force and subsequently Roman gets arrested for said crime. However, he thinks Brian ratted him out, but Brian didn't really. Yeah, I think. <laughs> How do you like that? I, yeah, I think you're. I think you're probably right. Something along the lines of Brian was a cop and Roman got arrested by cops, so he's like, "What the fuck, Brian?" <laughs> now, what do you think Roman was arrested for? 
I'm um, leaning check forgery. Check forgery. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think it'll be something much more stereotypical if I know this yeah, series like of movies. Yeah, like boosting cars. Yeah, the same <laughs> yeah. thing that Brian got arrested for. Yeah, it's absolutely something to do with stealing stuff in some car related capacity. They only do car crimes when they involve cars. Maybe they forge checks inside cars. Maybe <laughs> that would they be forge awesome. checks for cars. If there's any sort of nuance in this movie, I would be fucking flabbergasted. Um, I think it's for insider trading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he no doubt. And the judge just really wanted to make an example of him, so they blocked him up for three years. Yeah. Um, where do you think he did his time? Because I'm guessing he went to Lombra. I think he went to Lombra. Lombra. Uh, speaking of Lombra, where the <laughs> fuck is Dom at? I'm he's starting in to. I'm starting to think he's not in this movie. Dude, there's no way they wouldn't bring back one of the two main characters. <laughs> Dude, we're so far into this movie and he's not in it yet. Hey, you say we're so far into this movie. Okay, twenty five like minutes quarter, is far enough like a into the quarter movie. of a way into this movie. If you're gonna introduce a character, like time has ran out, dude. I don't know, man. We we might get some new characters. Like remember remember when Bilkins showed up and we're like, whoa, Bilkins! <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry for the fast one we pulled on you with last week's description and title. By the way, everyone. <laughs> Still, I don't know if you've got a chance to read that yet, but that's a main part of what's going down. Yeah, yeah. Um... Um, I don't think Dom's in the movie, and he's—I don't think he's coming back. Okay, that's your—that's your hot take. But why when, the fuck? I guess we'll why see. would you have? I mean, he's the biggest star power <laughs> in the first movie, right? He's still the biggest star in the second movie, dude. I don't know if he was if at the time, it. though. Come on, when did Riddick come out? Dude, Riddick did not make him a star, man. <laughs> yes, it more than have Brian. You seen what the fuck was Brian in before this? Dude, fucking Point Break? Before these movies came out? Was he in Point Break? No, he was not. <laughs> that was, uh, that was, what was he in? He was in Joyride. Come on, we've talked about this. Okay, well, Vin Diesel was in Saving Private Ryan. Barely, dude. Do you even know who he was in Saving Private Ryan? He was also Ryan? in The Iron Giant. As a voice of a robot. Yeah. What the fuck was anyone else in? I don't know, man. He was in, I don't think he was in Boiler Room. Everyone, everyone loves Boiler Room. Yeah, dude, it's my favorite car. Uh, my favorite car. Fuck me, dude. I'm losing it. <laughs> That's about it. Oh, and the Chronicles of Riddick in 2000, dude. Come on, he was the biggest star in this movie, dude. The Chronicles of Riddick did not make any money. He was a bigger star after this because he was in Triple X. I'm just saying, who else would would have been bigger than him? I Officer Bilkins. <laughs> well, I, I don't think Paul Walker was more famous than him, and I think it would be insane to put out a movie that became like a billion plus, a billions plus dollar franchise, and not have Vin Diesel in the second one. Well, <laughs> that's just your opinion, man. <laughs> I can't. I don't understand why these <laughs> movies have become successful. They make they make the worst possible decision at every turn. It actually infuriates me, to be honest. They have terrible writing, terrible acting, and they've become like one of the biggest franchises on earth. Guards are getting furious now. I stay for the furious, everyone. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're telling me Brian got real, or Paul Walker got real famous for She's All That in 99? Oh, dude, She's All That. Everyone loves that movie. Come on. Tammy and the About T-Rex. Mi- <laughs> Varsity Blues, <laughs> Pleasantville. <laughs> yeah. Do you know about Tammy and the T-Rex, Guard? No, I don't. You don't... Can, okay, side note. Can we talk about oh, Tammy God. and the T-Rex really This quick? episode's off the rails. It really is. So Tammy and the T-Rex, I've seen the trailer, but only the trailer, and it looks like something made up. But it isn't. It's a real movie that I want to watch. We should watch at some point. Great. Yeah. Where, Count me in. Where um, there's a girl who has a boyfriend who is Paul Walker, and he gets tricked into... Um, <laughs> Going into like a lion or a, a tiger pen at a zoo, I think. <laughs> and I've gotten this all from the trailer, by the way. Sure. And he go, he gets like mauled by tigers. So they take him to a doctor, but he's like a crazy scientist doctor who puts his brain in a robotic T Rex body. <laughs> Jesus. So Christ. then, so then it's about a T Rex with the brain of a teenage Paul Walker falling in love, back in love with his high school girlfriend. My God, that sounds—it's a real movie that, that came horrific. out. Horrific! Uh, it has dude, a fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Dude, it it looks like an absolute wild ride, and like right up my alley for weird kinds of movies. Well, you know me. I do know you. You have uh, what I could only describe as interesting tastes in films. <laughs> I do likes like fifty percent. I would even go so far as to say I like seventy percent of the movies that you pick. Uh, 30% of the movies that you're into are just dog shit. <laughs> it's when you, it's when you, low, when that's you lower hit, than I thought you'd say. When you hit, you really hit some good ones, but some of the movies you pick are horrific. Hey, you can't hit home runs without striking out a few times. You know what I'm saying, dog? <laughs> that's right. And 700 is a great batting <laughs> average, so good for you. Thanks, man. Okay, so back to the movie. They get in a fight and then without make Vin Diesel being there. Yeah, they punch each other in the face quite a bit and then don't have any physical no like, marks on No bodily harm them. has been done. Yeah. They both punch like bitches, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Or they're just pulling their punches because deep down they are still bros and love each other yeah. is what I think. I mean, not even a, so far as a cut lip. No, nothing. Which again, um, as a director of a film, surely <laughs> that's something you notice, right? Maybe think that through. But They've been whatever. in a huge fight and then they both look perfectly fine afterwards. Hmm. They they got some dirt on their jeans. Maybe one <laughs> about it. one more take, and and put <laughs> like a smear of blood on a lip, right? What, we, t- hey, time is money, and we've already done one take, so we're moving on. Yes, as they do and, for this entire franchise. And now, uh, Roman Pierce goes and talks to Bilkins, who I do like his character during all this, just kind of giggles and sits in a lawn chair. <laughs> yeah, it's Agent Bilkins the whole time is eating popcorn and watching the fight from afar. Yeah, yeah. Um, he doesn't care if they murder each other. He's watching two These guys... criminals beat the piss out of each other, except not um, really. Roman Pierce confirms with him that, yes, this is real, and then, which by the uh, way, also, he doesn't know who Agent Bilkins is. So he goes up and he says, "Is this real?" And Bilkins is like, "Yeah, absolutely. He you can trust know me." Who that guy is? He just takes it like for granted. I mean, he's just like, "Oh yeah, okay. This guy is in a suit. He must be a cop." <laughs> he's not even in a suit. He's like looking real casual. And yeah, like, uh, this guy's polo. <laughs> this guy's a person. He must be telling me the truth. Um, Ugh. and and then we learn that. 
he he has his ankle monitor on and he's allowed to be at the derby track because he parked his <laughs> mobile home where he is currently living so close to the track. Yes, our theory from last week was correct. He yeah. literally <laughs> lives at the track. Yeah, in a mobile in a in a Winnebago, a shitty looking Winnebago. <laughs> yes, that's correct. So we get all of that out of the way, smash cut. We're back in Miami. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. We've we have done another full day of travel. In, seven yeah, hour not travel a flight, time. Mind you. <laughs> they, they, maybe a flight. I assume <laughs> that the I assume the FBI wouldn't rent like a PJ to him a private jet, Stone. Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So they're probably driving, right? I mean, I'm guessing they just went through normal air, airport. You think they took it? You think they paid flight? for two criminals and an agent to do a commercial flight back to Miami? I guess, man. Either that, or I they mean, all hopped in the other, Winnebago like, and yeah. road tripped back. <laughs> yeah, one way or the other, they're they're costing the taxpayers a lot of money here. A lot of money for, for two, two idiots, very untrustworthy idiots that know how to drive cars yeah that's, again again that's their only special quality at this point is they know about cars and they presumably can drive cars yeah we don't even know if roman's a good driver he won a a fucking derby like that doesn't Could exhibit race skills that exhibits that your car <laughs> can stand up to getting smashed a bunch of times could they not put out a memo like internally at the miami police department <laughs> like hey looking for officers that are willing to go undercover and that are car enthusiasts. Dude, not only that. That's the only two things you need. They could have put a memo out nationwide, and it would have been a smarter (laughs) idea than getting two criminals to do it for you. Yeah, this is like a federal case. They could have found anybody. Oh, my gosh. The whole whole plot of this movie is fucking stupid. It's incredible. we get back to Miami. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, they get out of their car. Roman rubs his ankle as if to show the audience. Yeah. He no longer has the monitor on. But again, he's been on at least a five-hour flight. Mm-hmm. Why his ankle is still bothering him at this point, <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Um, the two fits they're wearing are awesome. Uh, Brian looks like a wannabe like Cali bro. Yeah, uh, he's like a... A uh, Harley Davidson shirt on. Oh, it's a West Coast custom shirt. Oh, the okay. Coolest, okay. The yeah. coolest T-shirt anyone can wear in the year 2003. Sure. He's wearing some big old dicky shorts. Yeah. Um, Roman Pierce is wearing a cut-off denim button-up shirt. I think Cole. I think my friend Cole. Ugh. I'm just now realizing he wore dickies all the time in high school and middle school. Yeah. And he loves <laughs> these movies. Cole, so, tweet at us. So t- Do you wear? Did you wear those dickies because of this movie? Be honest with us. Did you see Brian O'Connor and think, "Damn, those are some cool shorts that Brian's got on. I better get me a pair." I'd be willing to put right money in. down that Cole Kenneth Cole Stewart wore dickies <laughs> because of this movie. Right, right in. We're right waiting in. We for your tweet. <laughs> um, they have another exchange, Roman and uh, Brian, outside of the. <laughs> police station where roman's like i don't know if i can do this man again after the same thing seven hours of yes. travel time <laughs> they have the exact same fucking conversation <laughs> they did outside of roman's fucking trailer dude they literally yeah. say, they say the same bullshit it would be a lot more interesting if i knew what had happened 
Like the no, stakes would be the stakes would be much higher if this wasn't for some reason being kept a secret from the audience right now. Do you think we're ever going to find out? I do, and I think it's just going to be completely irrelevant by that point because this is. <laughs> I kind like, of hope we don't just to drive <laughs> us crazy. It's just such bad storytelling that they're probably going to be like at the near the end of the movie, like by the way, I forgive you for busting me for car stealing. You Again, know, like imagine- just a throwaway line. Imagine uh, asking your friend, former friend, to do this thing with you. You're in California. You then have to drive two hours to the airport, go through security at LAX, which I'm sure is a nightmare in 2003. You get on a flight, mm-hmm. a five-hour flight. That's a long flight. You land in Miami. Yeah. You have to get your bags, you get off, you get to the police station, then you get out of the car and go, hmm, I don't know if I want to do this. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what an insane take. Imagine if you had done me wrong some time ago, and the first thing I said to you, well, first I punch you (laughs) square in the face, right? Okay, yeah. We're rolling around on the ground, and then I grab you by the lapels, and I say, I don't know if I can trust you if because of that one thing you did to me three years ago, but I won't talk about it now. And then I say back, bro, you can trust me. I knew nothing about that thing that happened to you. Three years ago. And then we proceed to have that same conversation one day later. Never once mentioning what the thing was from three years ago. Regardless, uh, Roman's in. Why are they at the U.S. Customs Office, by the way? I I don't know, man. The place that Roman's refusing to go into is the U.S. Customs Building in Miami. What? It's a great question. Um... But then we're transported to an airplane hangar. <laughs> yeah. So the airplane hangar at the U.S. Customs Building. Right. Um, and guess who shows up? Is it because the customs officials, like, help fight drug traffic across the border? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Any, anyway. Anyways, guard, guess who shows up? Well, it's, it's not a lot that, of a guess for me. Yeah. The girl that stared down Brian at the street race. Mm-hmm. She, We were right. She was, in fact, a cop. Yes. Brian didn't know that, that at the time, but we did as the audience because, of course, she would be. Why wouldn't she be yes. someone significant? And that woman was. Um, where's her name? I wrote it down. Um, I was hoping you did oh. because I forgot to. Uh, Monica Fuentes. Yes, played by. Uh, played by. I don't know her name. Damn it, Stone. Eva Mendez. Eva Mendez. Uh, she throws up the back of a of a cargo truck in dramatic fashion. Maybe and, uh, Dom's the person smuggling stuff across the border. <gasps> oh, wow. I like that theory. And that's why we haven't been introduced to him yet. Dude, he's doing more crimes and Brian's going to bust just, him and then let him go again. That just came to me, man. Maybe that's why we haven't been introduced to Dom. Maybe. Sorry. Um, anyway. Anyways, uh, she asks if they're ready to go undercover. She's ready to put them undercover. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Brian gives the line that I've seen in many a TikTok and Instagrams. What are we driving? (laughs) Uh, Followed by an absolute banger of a song. Oi by Pitbull. Shout out Pitbull. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. And then we get the reveal of their two cars that they will be driving, guard. Did you look up these cars? I did, and I assume you looked up both as well. 
I also did. <laughs> I was planning to not do a Woodstone drive that because I had a suspicion he knew everything about these cars, but maybe not one little detail I have for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay. would you like to introduce said cars before I reveal that to you? Yes. Uh, the two cars that are revealed. Uh, number one is a 2002 Mitsubishi Lancer Evolution 7. It has a two liter inline four turbo engine with all wheel drive. 276 horsepower, top speed of 153 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty quick car. The second is a 2003 Mitsubishi Eclipse Spider GTS with a vanity license plate that says Hater with, with an eight. With the number eight. With the number eight. It has a three liter V8. It's front wheel drive, 210 horsepower, top speed of 143 miles per hour. Now, Stud, would you say... Um, objectively, which car is better for us, please? Like, faster, I mean? Objectively, the, uh, the Evo is better. The yeah, 2002 the Lancer, Mitsubishi yeah. Lancer Evo 7. I'm glad you think car. so, too, because Roman, the person brought in to be a car expert, goes out of his way to claim the shittier car. Dude, oh, that was something I was going to bring up. They, because our five minutes cuts off and he says, don't even think about taking the. Yeah, but he is of kind of gesturing towards the purplish car, which is the he worst is. car. It is the worst car. <laughs> yes. So there, there goes that, you know, like, I mean, right. So never mind. I mean, Brian pulled the same trick on the other guy. He didn't know about cars. <laughs> Obviously, Roman doesn't either, if he's claiming the shittier car. like he, Ryan should be like in the next five minutes, like, ah, fuck, I have to start again with someone that knows about cars. <laughs> well, Guard, I'd like to play a little game of fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Roman says, don't even think about taking the... What's the end of that sentence? What is... What... what spider. How would it he finish that spider. sentence? S- don't even think about taking the spider? Yeah. Is that your final guess? Yes. Okay, I guess we'll see next week. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Um, now we have to remember to do that next week. No way that... Here, I'll, I, I'll let me write that down on my very <laughs> next page. Um, While you're writing those notes, can I tell you something about um, uh, a fun Evo story really quick? I would love to hear that, yeah. Evos are cool. I like Evos. Um, and uh, an Evo is like a, the race car version of a normal Mitsubishi Lancer. And I got past... Just this weekend, by what I believe to be an Evo, it was a Lancer that was going fast and all kitted out, so I'm going to assume it was an Evo. Oh, nice. I got, I got passed by him on the uh, freeway in Reno, and guard, his license plate was Evo Simp, which I thought was Evo fucking hilarious. Simp. Evo Simp on an Evo. That's incredible. I thought for sure which- you were going to say hater. No, if it was Hater, my mind would have been absolutely blown. But Evo Simp, which I appreciate, um, because at least he's self-aware to know enough that, yeah, he is simping for a fucking 2000 car. Right. But uh, Evo Simp. Saw an Evo Simp. Nice. On the road just this weekend. Good for him. Uh, Wallstone, I have a little fact for you now about the spider in this movie. Oh, please give it to me. As you saw, the car was purple. It was purple. Very purple. Well, Obnoxiously purple, some might say. <laughs> <laughs> many, I would think, would say. Did yeah. you know 
The car was originally painted purple with a spiderweb vinyl and had a yellow suede interior. However, this received backlash from Tyrese Gibson, uh, who plays Roman, who said, quote, he didn't want to drive a Lakers car. <laughs> That's really funny. That's really funny. So he made him change the whole interior of the car. Dude, also, it looks way it did, looks way better with gray, I'd say. I agree. Um, he also didn't think the rims were cool enough, so the chrome rims on the car were chosen by Tyrese, and he covered the cost of changing the rims. Dude, that's awesome. That's yes. <laughs> so now you're thinking, oh, uh, Tyrese is cool. Well, yeah, it sounds like he is. However, <laughs> here is something about his character that is um, less cool. The car, Roman Pierce? Uh, Roman Pierce, yes. So Tyrese, real okay. life, a uh, cool guy from what I know. Roman, eh. Uh, the car was an <laughs> automatic transmission, so whenever Tyrese was seen shifting gears, he was moving the gear from shift uh, the gear shift from park to drive, <laughs> dude. That's the same as the yeah. That's the same as the orange Supra uh-huh. in the first one. Uh-huh. They they put in a dummy gear shifter so they could row through gears and look cool. Yeah. But it was 100% so anytime automatic. over the next several episodes, whenever you see him throwing some sick gear shifts, <laughs> he's shifting it from park to drive. Dude, I love that big that's time hilarious. car guy. Thank God they got a car guy for this one. <laughs> I mean, that's not his fault. No, no, that one's not on him. I'm just saying, thank God they got a car guy. Thank God they got a car guy, an ex-criminal car guy, to go alongside their other ex-criminal car guy. I mean, current criminal car guy, Brian. (laughs) Yeah, current criminal car guy. Oh, this fucking movie, dude. It's something else. guard, that's where it ends. We get a shot of the cars, and this was a very perfect five minutes. I know we say that a lot, but... God damn it, does it happen yeah. more often than not? <laughs> it was set up in great five-minute chunks. Well, Guard, before we get you give our outro, I would like to say follow us on Twitter at the Fast Five Pod. The Please. number five in there. Tweet at us. Email us. Email us. Also, I want to remind everyone we have access to our iTunes podcast again. Uh, write us a review. We will read it. We'll read it on air, probably. We really appreciate when you leave us reviews. Uh, Currently, we have 11 reviews, and we are a hard five-star. <laughs> we have uh, no non-five-star reviews, so we really appreciate the people that have already reviewed us. Uh, you know who you are. We've mentioned a lot of you before. If we haven't, sorry, but we love you still. Uh, that being said, it really helps the algorithm to get it to new people if you give us a review. So it really does. We, we'd appreciate also, one, the hell out of it. One last thing. I forgot to uh, mention this off the top, but it is in my notes. Um, 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 oh, no. I'm blanking. I'm oh, pulling God. something up. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. We had an email. But now I don't know. I don't know where we my phone is. We at. had an email. email. You're kidding. No, we have an email. I have this, isn't a, this isn't in a false alarm. Oh, God. Well, we must read it before we go off. Oh no! Uh, Hold on, uh, I've got it. Guard. I've got it. Hold on, don't calm down. Are you talking about Ferris from Verbal? No, I'm talking about uh, Andrew Dayton. Oh, Andrew! Excellent, Andrew. Uh, Andrew I'm sorry, in, I didn't see that this email came in. <laughs> Andrew wrote in saying that uh, when we were asking about movie titles with numbers in them, he said he didn't have any of those, but he gave us his favorite movie title. 
Um, it's a redubbed version of an old movie, and this is the title guard. Um, yes. Let's see if I can get through it. <clears throat> the title of this movie that he wrote in was oh, no. Night of the Day of the Dawn of the Son of the Bride, of the Return of the Revenge, <laughs> of the Terror of the Attack of the Evil Mutant Hellbound Flesh-Eating Subhumanoid Zombified Living Dead Part 2 in Shocking 2D. <laughs> shocking 2D. <laughs> And it has an IMDb, so I can only imagine uh, that that's real. Oh, Andrew even linked the IMDb in the email. I, yeah, he linked it, and I found one in related ones called I Killed My Lesbian Wife, <laughs> Hung Her on a Meat Hook, and Now I Have a Three-Picture Deal at Disney. Wow. Which is also apparently a real thing. So, uh, hey, thanks for that email. Wow. We appreciate you. Incredible, Andrew. Uh, that's And it's even a <laughs> sequel like we asked for. Part two, it says. <laughs> it is part two. Uh, Andrew, just incredible. Fine there. Yeah, it really is great. We appreciate um, so thank you. you for writing yeah. in. Uh, write in, Andrew tweet at us, follow us. Andrew is one of the several people that has left us a five-star review, by the way. So uh, Yeah, so that means we like him a lot. Yeah. And we'll like you a lot, too, if you leave us a review. Well, Andrew, appreciate you a lot. Thank you for that. Um, Stone, do you have any other stuff tonight? Um, I do have... Some other stuff. Uh, my first other stuff is I went and saw James Bond just does not have time to die. Um, and it was oh solid. It wasn't the best uh, James Bond. <sighs> Casino Royale Gosh. is still much better, but it was better than Spectre. So okay, good. Less horny. Less horny. Which is good. Wow, okay. Less horny. Less um, and then my other... What was that? Is it less rapey too? Then by proxy? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was less rapey and less horny, and um, there was like a lot more female empowerment, which for Bond is good. Huge it needs step for Bond. <laughs> yeah, my other other stuff mm-hmm. is an IRL. Um, we had some uh, guests in town visiting us this past weekend. Mm-hmm. One of I which was a uh, mega fan, um, Ashley. Nice shout out. And um, she, uh, the person that came with her was her son, Tristan, also mega fan, I think. Hopefully. And um, shout out. While all the girls were off doing girl stuff, we did boy stuff. <laughs> so what did we do? We went and saw Bond, and we went go karting, guard. Okay, nice. So we went go karting, uh, and I like to report back that the dozens and dozens of hours I've spent racing pretend cars on my computer has at least translated a little bit to being fairly quick in a go-kart. Thank God, Stone. If you had said you I lost, made it... I was going to be just really upset with you. I wasn't the fastest. Oh, in Jesus our... Christ, dude. Because there were two uh, what looked like, I don't know, 12-year-olds that were there before us and there after us. They were also talking about racing lines with each other, so they seemed like regulars. It sounds like you lost um, to two 12-year-olds, to summarize. Well, the, our first race, because you just go by lap time, the first race I was down to the one of the 12-year-olds by a, like four-tenths of a second. Okay. The second race, fucking beat him. Fuck you, nice. AJ. <laughs> nice. Get wrecked. Fucking 12-year-old. Get wrecked, Get wrecked AJ. AJ. <laughs> Got beat by an adult. Suck it, Nicely idiot. done, Stone. And I did well enough that I made it on the uh, top Ellen 30 DeGeneres lap times show. of the week. Oh. <clears throat> yep. The top so, 30 uh, of the week. Nice, Stone. Okay, represent. Week. Hell yeah. So, uh, I have a theory really about go-karting. It really made me want to race faster, bigger go-karts my, and cars. <laughs> my experience with go-karting is whoever is yeah. willing to go 
as fast as the go-kart is possible going will usually win. So these were actually like, I don't know, in, this was like a better go-kart place where you actually had to break for corners okay, and yeah. like oh, that's you actually had to hit racing lines. Most to like go-kart places, you decent. don't have to do that. Yeah, and it's no, just this about isn't who's like, willing to be daring the most. This isn't like um, there was like bumper boat yeah, go kart together kind of bullshit. Like they were pretty quick. I think they went like forty five miles an hour. Like they were pretty, okay. pretty fun. Like quick little go karts. Nice. Um, but it really made me just want to race more and faster things. So okay. not great for me or my wallet. Look out for Stone coming to a Formula One race near you. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, well, Stone, I have one other stuff. Please give it to me. If you're looking for a read for spooky season, ooh, may I suggest uh, the extremely already extremely popular and doesn't need my recommendation, Stephen King. Oh <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, if you haven't read King before, there's a reason he is a number one best-selling author. Dude writes some terrifying stuff. It will okay, chill you guard. to the bone. Guard. Um, when I think of Stephen King, I think of uh, the book It being outpaging a Bible. And I think yeah. I'd never mm-hmm. get through something like that. Give me a hot Stephen King wreck for uh, someone who can't make it through a 700-page book. Okay, here's a spooky one I would recommend for... Uh, how the spooky season, uh, October. It is the spooky season, correct? I am halfway right now through a book called The Outsider. Okay. Now, warning, this isn't a spoiler. It happens in the first chapter of the book. There is a heinous crime committed, uh, and that's kind of the main theme. So, what uh, trigger warning for anyone for sexual assault? It is, it, it's upsetting, the crime. The rest of the book, though, is a terrifying mystery. Uh, and a little of the supernatural mixed in, I think. It's pretty cool. Okay. And this one clocks in at a readable... <laughs> Jesus, this sounds kind of like you. A readable 557 pages. Ooh, that might be out of my range. <laughs> <laughs> the Institute by Stephen King's really good, and that one's like a normal book size, I think. <laughs> okay, okay. The Shining uh, is pretty long, but it's also like a scary... <laughs> all, all Stephen King books are pretty long, dude. Okay, so those are like so his just, less long ones. The it it is like notoriously long. I haven't read it, but I want to. Okay. Uh, needful things I read one time. Uh, that is an obscene amount of pages. <laughs> needful things took me a minute to get through, uh, and let's see how many pages. Seven hundred and thirty-six pages. Oh, that makes me want to throw up. <laughs> It's it's a long read, but it's a nice payoff at the end. <laughs> oh, nice payoff at the end. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if at the at the end of seven hundred pages, I go, "Wow, what a payoff!" I'd be thinking, "Jesus Christ, thank God it's over." <laughs> Listen, it's good for you readers but out that's there. Just me, especially for those people that like a good long build. Stephen King, good stuff. If you haven't tried him out yet. All right, great wreck. Um, and also Stephen King, if you're listening. I love Which you he is. so, so much. And uh, you're my hero. Okay, anyway. Um, anything else on your mind, Stone? 
That's it, man. That is it. Well, excellent. Uh, was it a pun on purpose there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. All right. Well, that's all the time we have tonight. But as always, come back next week for the fast and stay to become furious. <laughs> oh, that works really well with what happened earlier. Yeah. <laughs>